It's a lovely day to be a part of Dip Nation. My name is Dave. I'm hosting today. Welcome to the Too Much Dip podcast. It's Monday morning. Got a lot to get to. Joining me here in the studio, as always, none other than the Internet Zone, Dylan Shivery. Thank you, David. Happy to be here. Uh, there was a few moments during the Texas Texas Tech game. I was watching it with my son, actually, Parks. And he was trying to get me to like play with him, like do other stuff besides watch the game. And I was like, not now, buddy. I'm kind of nervous watching this game. And uh, he imparted some wisdom on me. Seven years of age, he was like, Dad, it's just a game. You know, if it, if it makes you, if it upsets you, maybe you shouldn't watch it. Maybe you should walk away. Not a game. Not a game. And uh, <laughs> I wish I had a little bit more of that in me. It's called you know? perspective, folks. It is. Just a game, Dad. Who cares if they win or lose? He's right. Still still hurts, though. Pretty much just going to determine my mood for the next week. Son. Yeah. So why don't you just <laughs> let me have this? Yeah, go play with some Legos, dog. Get out of my face. No, but it was a, <laughs> it was a touching moment. He's, he's right. He's not, you know, he's not wrong at all. He's not. And that's a great segue into our next guest, who's never wrong at all either. Uh, <laughs> coming to us live from the crisp Northwest or uh, Midwest, I guess. Ooh, Madison, Wisconsin. It is QZ season here in the Midwest. It's none other than Boy. KJ, DeSoto, former DeSoto grape. Sunny and 60 degrees oh. and a beautiful Midwest day. Uh, your boy Damn. is absolutely loving everything that, that is, is fall. Torch. It's creeping up to about 66 to 68 later in the week. Oh. But I am uh, I'm sacrificing that for my first uh, trip back to the great Lone Star State. So uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying what looked to be a miserable weather weekend in Texas as I was, uh, I too was avoiding emotional connection with my family and watching the SMU TCU game, but they mm. were just pouring sweat in 100 degree weather on Saturday. A little front came through, KJ. Not a big one, a little <laughs> one. Dried it out. Gave us a little dry air, a okay. little breeze this morning, drank coffee outside. Good stuff. Or, or to some can... bing bong. I had bing bong. Outside. He had outside bing bong. You ever done that? Well, <sighs> patio bing bong is a move. Uh, depending on sure. the establishment, you know, and what name you give them, um, it always can like kind of set up your day for fail. But I think Dylan was telling me earlier that when you picked up your bing bong, like just over the loudspeaker, they just kind of leaned over the corner and they're like, they didn't even say a name. They're like, him? And I said, meal, meal latte for him. They said, I, <laughs> I, am, I am him. I am him. I am him. We were talking about this a few minutes ago before hitting the record button. <laughs> Just the worst trend meme, whatever you want to call it, of recent memory for me. It's not, it's just bad. Also seems like that is usually reserved for uh, our savior. Higher power of sorts. Higher power, sure. Whatever you believe in. <laughs> Stefan Diggs saying it, you'd think it'd be, it's like, he's got some clout. Like, that's cool. Great receiver. Top five, some say. But when the PGA Tour tweets out, uh, what did they tweet out? Who's the who's the the young man they used? Probably JT. Doesn't matter. No, it was uh, Tom Kim. Oh. <laughs> Tom Kim is him. Tom Kim, your breakout star from the Prez Cup. We'll get to that later when uh, we go full dimplehead with KJ. Yeah. <laughs> Dimp Nation. <laughs> As the father of a two-year-old, hearing that sort of a tweet just like immediately stings of 
fucking go dog go pattern. Like <laughs> Tom Kim is him. Yeah. Like Dr. Seuss ass tweet. What is the uh, biblical reference there? I mean, is it just that certain denominations refer to uh, Jesus as him? I know they, you see that he, is this in the same vein as he is risen? Yeah. Like you see like him capitalized when people were like, are talking about God, you know? And it's like, that's what, that's where my brain goes. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I definitely have the same sort of reaction. Like yeah. I saw it and I was like, man, this is kind of odd. And as a society, I feel like we've kind of discarded Bam Margera and this is really yeah. not doing a lot but like undercutting the popularity of his band of the same name. Okay. I know one of the two gets it. <laughs> and it's, and it's not me. <laughs> wow. Didn't expect. That I don't know today. any of their songs. <laughs> um, I will say it's going to be weird when like Stefan Diggs gets hurt, comes out of the game, goes into the tent, not going to see him again. Oh, then he goes in, catches a big, a big uh, touchdown, and he looks at the camera and says, "He is risen." <laughs> yeah, I go, oh, come on, Stefan, yeah. blasphemy. Um, as somebody who proudly, very proudly, and I don't even mean this like in jest or any sort of satire, you know, has his pronouns in his like work signature line. I would also say this trend kind of flies in the face of, you know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're just bringing awareness. Maybe Stefan Diggs is just saying it's okay to let your pronouns be known as a professional athlete. So, like, Steph Curry is going to hit a three. They hot right now is what he's going to say to the camera. It's not. I just don't think that that's what the intent is. <laughs> it's nice that you thought about that, though. I stand for inclusivity. You know this about me. Good guy, KJ. <laughs> Good guy. Wife guy, KJ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get into it, I want to do a little, uh, shout out to the washed media shop. That's washedmedia.shop. If you want to get you some dippy merch or you want to get some dippy stickers or you want to get uh, some spooky season gear. Cause you're into that. You can get all of it. Washed media gear. New too much dip hat. Ooh. Oh, don't even tell them yet. Just, just be on the lookout. Dropping most likely by the end of the week. If not the end of the week, first thing next week. KJ, you've seen it. It's coming I your have. way. We're sending one your way. Your yes. boy KJ is not you. very, very aged for this. You know what? How about we announce when it drops on the Too Much Dip Instagram story and or on the Too Much Dip uh, YouTube live stream. Look for first notification there. Where can you find those things that you just mentioned? Fantastic okay. question for David. Fantastic one for him. Well, you can uh, find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash too much dip every Thursday evening, 630 Central. We go live and we, hey, we mix it up. We're just guys hanging out, eating apps, flirting with the waitress. I thought you were going to say eating something else. Eating ass. Jeez. That if it goes, out, if that it goes well, well we won't do that on the live stream, though. We won't eat ass on the live stream. That I promise you. That My, is a fantastic. Uh, Food podcast name. Eat ass? <laughs> eat naps. Oh. <laughs> it's app eating. Uh, I don't hate that. It's app eating. I, I really don't. Let's make that shirt. Um, the other place that you can find it is Too Much Did Podcast on Instagram. Major shouts. I don't know if this is the work of Cool Adam in the background or of Randy, 
but for the first time converting a live stream into a stack quad box that's the great or, randini uh, socials fantastic work sir fantastic work it's midwest randy for you yeah he did that way i, quick. I that. thought that was going to be like a th an ask of him that like it's going to take a long time just because it seemed to and me from my head i was like oh this is going to be a, a beating for him to do he did it in like 30 minutes this guy's a real, it. a real pros pro uh other than that we could just get right into it is it time please tell me there are no dip line calls from like no. tech fans I have not checked them. I specifically did not check it. I just, I didn't feel like I needed you. to do it to you. You know what that means. I didn't want to get ambushed. Dylan, it's college football time. College football. <laughs> did I ruin it for you? When my team wins a big game. When my team wins a big game. College football, <laughs> hard out. Okay. Where do we I like begin? I, I think Dylan filled in a gap there, and it was uh, it was well uh, well executed. I uh, think let's get a, let's get everything else out the way uh, because we know where we're going to finish with this. You want to so start maybe we do with we, the, the we say Texas and uh, SFA for last. Do everything else. You want to start with the class of the Big Twelve, your Kansas Jayhawks. You're four and zero, Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, any votes in the AP poll? I don't know if I saw. Surely, any. right? You'd think, I man. Pull. Yeah, yeah. They ended the drought, so they're like twentieth. In Florida State, somehow also was not ranked until this week. So shouts to them for their uh, comeback as well. Let me confirm on Kansas though. So Kansas is four and zero, and they just beat Duke, who's a good team. A good team. A 3-0 team going into Kansas. Jalen Daniels, the quarterback for Kansas. You might want to familiarize yourself with this young man if you haven't already. He is uh, the real deal, as the kids say. Threw for 324 yards, four touchdowns against Duke, along with 83 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Yeah, he is uh, very exciting. I'm not ready to say Kansas is must-see must TV yet, but... <laughs> They're getting close. Uh, they are going to make noise in the Big 12. Maybe they already have with victories over who? West Virginia. Uh, this is not a Big 12 team yet, but they beat Houston also. They've got a good resume, man. Um, you know what? As much as I, I despise their basketball program, I have no issues with Kansas football being fun. I know they had yeah. their they had their little their taste of beating Texas in the start Charlie Strong years. No, sorry, Dylan, really it's okay. kicking you right in the nards. Um, and then again beat uh, Tom Herman. Was it Tom Herman? They no, beat? last year Sark. Oh, it was Sark. Sark's oh, first no, year. Sark. Yeah. But uh, now they're putting it together. They've got a quarterback, like we said, is very exciting, and uh, they won an Orange Bowl not too long ago. 2008. Maybe some no. of our listeners weren't in junior high, but yes. I mean, that it was. What's the first thing you think of when you think of those teams? Mangino. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, the very rotund Mark Mangino. <laughs> I was going to say Keith is not to be uh, <laughs> not to be insensitive here, but is he still with us? Yes. Okay. I've always worried about his health. That's why I'm. I like just worried about him. Sincere, Dylan. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's that. That's that is much different than uh, 
even if maybe the pounds on the scale weren't different, I feel like that's more in bounds than uh, it's just that Mike McCarthy slander. Like it was a defining yeah. feature of his person. Like yeah, plus he's Italian. Of his identity. His heart's just doing work. <laughs> yeah, on the daily. And, and he I mean, got ran out for like player abuse. Like I want to say yeah. trying to choke or yeah, smack a player. So. You know, of he's course, fair game. Orange Bowl winning quarterback was uh, Todd Reese, Lake Travis's own. I saw him at Little Woodrow's a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That's mm. uh, that's all I have on Todd Reesing. Uh, I t- I too have only seen him at a bar. It was in Dallas, though. So. It's really random. Kansas is to be taken seriously this year, and like you said, I, I'm like legitimately happy for like all twelve of their football fans. No, no, like but really, I am happy for their fans. Just not to be not to be rude. I'm really happy for their their fan. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, I look. Hey, I, we're we're talking about them. They're making noise. They're our big twi- big twelve fun team of the week. How about that? Correct. Wow. I think that is a better award than what they're getting in the rankings because allow me to do my weekly. These fucking rankings suck. Shouldn't overcuss. They are not actually ranked in either the coaches or the AP poll officially this week. They're ranked in like power rankings in a couple other places, but they are twenty sixth. Uh, for the AP top 25 and in the coaches poll, they are 27th officially, uh, you know, behind powerhouses like A&M who moved up three spots after uh, beating Miami and Arkansas and Miami lost to middle Tennessee. So, so while we're cool. bitching about the rankings, let me just, I'll, let me just give a shout out to Beave nation out there. I don't want to jump the gun here, but uh, no love. Three-point loss to USC, a top-10 team. Um, was Dave certified banger of the week? Wasn't a banger. Good game. Not the offensive banger I ex- expected. Caleb Williams looked pretty meh. But uh, that's a credit to Oregon State. Three-point game, and they can't get any top-25 love. They're 3-1. and one. They're a good team. Yeah, You call it. You're They're, round uh, four beef. That's one of two games I picked correctly. Very cool, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> ground yeah, floor beef. They're- there are quite a few 4-0 teams that just now cracked the rankings. Minnesota, Florida State, as I mentioned before, Washington is still in the top 25. Uh, so it's, I, I agree they should have been higher than what they are, which is like seven votes in a couple of these polls, but uh, we've got bigger fish to fry at this point. Okay. How about them, uh, them K-State Wildcats? Knocked off OU. Dude, Adrian Martinez was balling. I don't yeah. know how much of that game y'all watched. I had so much fun watching him. I caught some of it, and when I, the little parts that I did catch, he was just breaking off long-ass runs. That dude, he, he played his ass off. Like the game of his He's life. He's Nebraska, right? Formerly, yes. Form, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Former Nebraska quarterbacks, yeah. I should say. Uh, Big 12 has some teams, man. I mean, I don't think any team in the Big 12 is going to make the playoff. But there's some teams. Uh, people are already ruining, um, ruling that out for the Big 12. <laughs> OU lost because right. OU is obviously their highest ranked team. I think that's a little silly. But. I mean, Oklahoma State, yeah. I think, I stink, I, I think, has an outside shot. That team is also really good. K State really fucked us by losing a two lane. And by us, I mean the Big 12. Because K State was a lot of people's team to win the conference. And I, I know that's early on, they can come back from that. But People are going to point to that, whatever. Um, he was very inconsistent at Nebraska. And maybe that's just because no one can succeed at Nebraska. But, like, he would have flashes of 
like, oh, dude, this dude's kind of electric. And then he would just get inexplicably uh, inconsistent. Yeah. Throwing, throwing interceptions left and right. But he was great in Norman, too. A night game in Norman. Went down there and, like, was never was never in doubt. It's a tough place to play. Famously. I'm happy for both Kansas and Kansas State. I will say Kansas State's got more consistent – a uh, more consistent fan base than what Kansas had. We all know that. But I will say when Kansas was good, their fan base traveled well. They do like the hay waving arms. So whatever. I think just like talk of the Big Ten or the Pac-12's chances of the playoff being up after Oregon lost to Auburn, I think it's silly. And I, I, I almost want to say it's kind of driven by like way too much interest in the SEC. Um, or outweighed interest in the SEC because Oklahoma State, Baylor, granted Baylor lost to BYU, like both of those are competitive teams on a national level. Uh, and once we get an expanded playoff, like if they're sneaking in at 9, 10, 11, 12, they're not getting blown out by 40. Facts. Speaking of Baylor, went into Ames. Ames, right? I always confuse yep. that. Yeah, went into That's Ames. That's correct. Uh, Matt Campbell, first half had at least three separate – just unbelievable meltdowns. There was a targeting call that was very sus early on. He called a timeout just to further to further berate an official. Like, and then in the second, I mean, he had five meltdowns the entire game. That guy, I'm worried about that guy. Like, I give him shit a lot just because I feel like he always loses it when he plays plays Baylor. But he uh, he needs to fucking calm down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy. Uh... You cannot look at a names on a list for the next big hire or names on a list for this job and not find his name on that list for the last three years. And you got to wonder if he held on a little too long to keep on building at Iowa state. Like maybe he gets like the Matt rule love of like, people just know he's a football guy and an X's and O's guy and just never had the tools at Iowa state. But I just don't see that happening. Uh, or I don't see anything different than what's going on at Iowa State happening for him. Who's the uh, Bills offensive coordinator that just lost his shit in the booth yesterday? That's they're the same Ken person. Dorsey. Yeah, same person. Former Miami Hurricane quarterback, national champion. Right. I forgot about that. Very cool. Baylor's. Uh, I'm not here to. I don't. I, I I fully expect Baylor to lose at least two games in the conference, but uh, their offense looks better. Shapin looks their quarterback looks better. They're opening it up a little bit. Jeff Grimes actually called a, a fairly brilliant game against uh, Iowa State after a call for his firing. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say he actually called a pass play. <laughs> no, he did. They they did. They're very very down with going forward on fourth. It's it's very much a a, a four down team. So I mean they'll run it on first and they'll run it on third. And they're going to go for it on fourth. And they do it fairly well. I don't know how it's going to work against uh, some of these better teams. They got Oklahoma State this weekend who had a bye week. But they, I think Oklahoma State's still the probably the best team in the uh, Big 12 early on. Spencer Sanders looked pretty awesome early. So. It's his eighth year in the program. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys catch any Arkansas, Texas A&M? Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, boy. Completely forgot to add that. Oh, boy. Uh, Poor yeah. John Daly. Just sitting in that suite alone, just, just a little pig's hat. Just house and bourbon and Sprite, just whatever a, he drinks. Just absolutely just jacked. 
Uh, yeah, Texas A&M, um, fantastic defense. Offense stinks. Fantastic defense. And that was that was it that fumble return that was like 90-plus yards that was like lateraled at some point. Just handed off. Yeah, basically a handoff. Yeah, it was off. just handed off. Play of the game. And that, that's what won, obviously, to I mean, and won by two. It was a 14-0 game, about to be 21-0, and then that. I mean, KJ's a big momentum believer, so I'll let him explain how this works. But <laughs> it did seem like the momentum switched, KJ. Yeah, Big Mo was in the building for them uh, after that point on. I, uh, I'm i surprised we don't see efforts for of this like more frequently, especially like the shove it in another guy's stomach and they just get tackled. Like You rarely that see video. that presence of mind. Uh, okay. Fuck. Uh, you rarely see the presence of mind to pull that off in the middle of a game. Um, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. It's going to be, uh, oh, I once did something similar. Uh, but oh, I think it. that it's back in my day. No, it was like a simple picked up a fumble and then happened to pitch it to guys that was getting tackled and then got benched by my coach for the rest of the game because we were winning by like 30. But I feel happened. like... <laughs> After a turnover, as a defender, you're not like, you know, you can kind of get away with more shit because, like, you're not even supposed mm-hmm. to have the ball. Like, I can do what the fuck I want with this thing, you know? And offense, you get your ass reamed if you, you try to like that. You can do bits. You can do more bits. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, I might I might touch the ball one other time this season if things go well, you know? Like, I can yeah. – I'm going to – I'm gonna if I see you got my lateral, fuck it. More teams should try it or at least, like, have it in their playbook, like – Hey, have the presence of mind. Go look for a block, and as you're getting engaged with the tackle, like you know, keep your head on a swivel. There it is. Uh, Who we missed? SMU embarrassed uh, all of Dallas County. Nobody more embarrassing than the mayor of that damn city. Uh, it's a little bit niche here, but the city of Dallas's mayor has been an absolute. I'm not even say it. Just like overly buying into like SMU as Dallas's program and this is our school and this, that, and the other, like just a complete like tool about it. He didn't go to SMU. It has nothing to do with SMU. He's just like trying to be supportive. Mind you, they're that's, not in Dallas. They're in Highland nice. Park or University Park, but whatever. Uh, SMU loses on Saturday and this effort is posting a picture of like, love supporting my Dallas Baptist Patriots. Like later that day, DBU. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, at least a solid like baseball Paul program. <laughs> <They'll> <laughs> s- they have a football program too. They'll make a college no. series every now okay. and then. Okay. Oh, no, DBU. It, so, I, but that had, that's neither here nor there. SMU has no run defense. Um, their offense is legitimate. Rasheed Rice is a day one wide receiver, uh, but TCU has some leftover guys who can absolutely go. Uh, they had a kick return and the same player had an 80 yard, um, touchdown run where it was clear. The guy is like a Dylan wouldn't question his sub four, five forty. He can move. He could absolutely move. Okay. Yeah. I, I was really disappointed because that was a, an 11 AM game. I think we hyped it up on the live stream. Weird. I hyped up a game and it didn't deliver. Um, <laughs> Turn it on, and, and you're already seeing people on Twitter making fun of SMU for not filling out the stadium, in a, which I, I come to find out was absolutely incorrect uh, based on people who were there. But yeah. they came out. I mean, what was it? It was like 14, 20, 20 nothing at one point. I mean, it was, it was pretty much over in the first quarter, which 
you don't love to see. And SMU has the firepower to get back into it. And to their credit, they did. It was what, eight point yeah. game. But yikes. Should have been a seven point game. I don't understand the concept of being down 14 and going for two after that first touchdown. And we did that, and we were then down by eight. Um, and at that point, we stopped TCU to force them to punt and get the ball back with a minute left. And we were called for a penalty that was clear as day a penalty, but not one you see called very often, and it was leaping. Um, so you have the punter's line and then the personal protectors, the guys right in front of the line. We'll talk about them later. One of the guys attempting to block the punt basically tried to launch himself over the personal protector. You can't do that because you're basically setting yourself up to get completely just flipped over his head and land on your neck. Like it's, it's just not safe. Uh, and the guy did it clear as day automatic first down TCU, uh, like scored again right after that or something. Uh, so I'm glad they fought back. They played well. The stadium was more packed, but again, it was hundred degrees and our pregames are, uh, Better than most teams post games, but uh, oh. it's a little slow to get into the stadium when you're boulevarding so hard. Hey, win or lose, they still booze. Damn. Exactly. Fuck yeah. So, whatever. So many um, frat daddies out there just mixing it up. I was disappointed. Crokies. Where were they? They didn't show them. The stadium, they, they were. They were the hilltop, like not the hilltop, but the uh, hill behind the field goal post like that has become like the. For big games, it's like full of students because behind that they've set up um, all of the bar, like beer garden tents behind that. And that's the only place where there was any shade in that damn stadium until they rebuild it. I'm talking. So they were there, but it was people like off into the concourse, basically. I'm talking five inch inseams, man. Ray Bans, <laughs> heavy starts, just button downs. Just some kid in full business cash yeah, for some reason, just, just sweating profusely. He's been but, drinking bourbon since 7.30 in the morning. Calling Sonny Dykes a traitor. Yeah, yeah among other things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh amongst other things, for sure. <laughs> no incidents, Tanner, though, Topher, right? Landry, all presents. Uh, yeah, no incidents, fortunately. Not even uh, in the crowd, apparently. But um, let's get the last story out of the way so we leave enough breathing room. Uh, Stephen F. Austin, home of the Lumberjacks in Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches? Yes. Nagtown is what I call it. The uh, country music artist. I can't think of his name. Also from there, I want to say. Anyways. Sure somebody is, yeah. 98 to zero. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rude. Ah. Uh, I don't know anything about the team they were playing. I don't think the other team that it is knows anything about themselves. It is a Christian school out of Florida, I believe, Warner. More like mm. Pop Warner. <laughs> That's what they played like, Pop Warner. Turns out they needed him. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know who benefits in a game like this. Like We've seen this at high school levels, like and it becomes a conversation about bullying. But like at a college level... You're at the point where everybody in the stadium, the players especially, everyone's got shit to do. Like, let's get this thing over with and get out of here. Here's some... Uh, like, call the game. The, they got four quarterbacks playing time, which you don't okay. really see too That's often. depth. The fourth quarterback threw two passes, completed both of them. The third quarterback threw 10 passes, give you an idea of how many 
how much action these backups got. Uh, got to see what they got. Got to let them throw it around. Jeez. Yeah, I feel like Any, once, uh, once you get to like five six, plus touchdown havers, running backs or wide receivers or anything uh, stupid. There was uh, let's see, the top receiver only had two touchdowns, 149 yards receiving, and then one, two, three, four, five, six others had receivers that is had touchdowns. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it was just a a, a slaughter. Was this at SFA or on the road? I believe this is a home game. Yeah, this is in this is okay. in Nacktown. Okay, good for them. I'm. God. I think the players who lose that big, like at some point, they don't even give a shit. Like it matters no more than a fifty to nothing loss. It's probably laughable to them by the end of it. What's but, the locker room conversation like <laughs> on the losing side of that? Like after the game? you're not even mad. You're like, what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Did that just happen? Like, really thought once it got to, like, 63-0, they would just, you know, start handing it off. But no, it, it continued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably do get petty mad, like, mad about them doing basic shit like throwing a screen pass. Like, they're trying to do, like, the shortest yards plays in their playbook, and you didn't stop them. Um, I think my first year, again, to bring it back to me, as a true narcissist would, at SMU, we would play Baylor – TCU, maybe Texas A&M, and one other school, maybe North Texas, before going into, like, Conference USA play. And at that time, TCU was, like, still decent. Um, but to have to play Baylor and A&M, like, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, like, it was just embarrassing. It'd be, like, 50 nothing, 60 nothing. So, like, you automatically were just like, hey, can we just run the fucking ball? Like, we need to be the ones running the clock out. Like, I want to go home. <laughs> God, dude, that defense must have been worn out. The band must be worn out. Oh my <laughs> Fucking God. sitting and standing up playing the fight song every two minutes. The That's... mascot actually does push-ups for every point scored, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He He's... can't even lift his arm today. <laughs> chopping yeah. down fucking trees God. every touchdown. They, they do, like, the soft the fucking tree ring. <laughs> no trees left in Nacogdoches. Sheesh. That sucks. Hey, we did not We did talk uh, Arkansas A&M, but did we talk – did we talk uh that field goal? The no. whatever they're calling it, the the doink. Oh, off the top of the <laughs> off the top. I've back. Never, I've never seen that before. Uh, most people haven't, and I know it was you know mean to death. But it was. I mean that was that was really well. That was wild. You don't see that very often, or ever. And a crucial three points too, as they lost by two. Correct. Um, now that game was at AT&T Stadium um, in Arlington, a stadium that doesn't have any weird preventable things um, <laughs> ever happens. Like no one ever hits the scoreboard right. with uh, the, a punt, and there's not inexplicable sunlight. Actually, there was inexplicable sunlight at this game. I was watching it. I was like, this "Dude, was an afternoon game. Can we just okay? Beating a dead horse, but." It's time to talk Texas, Texas Tech. Let's let's do the main yeah. event. Jaquindon Jackson at Utah, <laughs> put into the running back position, scored his first touchdown. Looks like they're going to mix it up and get him some touches. But, yes, Texas. Oh, and Texas. Ohio State's good. I should say something about the Big Ten. Wisconsin got their asses whooped. Graham Mertz is terrible. That's Penn, all I got to say. Penn State's Go really good, too. Boom. Analysis. <sighs> what happened, Dylan? Uh, Texas Tech beat Texas in overtime in Lubbock. 
Uh, it was uh, gut-wrenching. Yes, uh, Texas gut hats off loss. to Hudson Card for making a throw that got them in the position to kick a field goal to get it to OT. That Didn't think that was going to happen. Hudson Card is uh, very limited capability-wise as a quarterback. But yeah, those last 19 seconds, you only used 17 of them to get in a field goal range without any timeouts. That was very impressive. And then Burt Auburn... The kicker, who's been absolutely nails this year, um, yeah, puts it in overtime. First carry of overtime. Bijan, a guy who does not fumble the football, fumbled the football. Texas Tech recovers, field goal, boom, game's over. At one point, Texas had a fourteen-point lead. Yes, the mo of of Sarkeesian in his limited time as a Texas head coach is that he cannot finish games. Gets out to leads, doesn't make any adjustments in game. And uh, gives up these leads and eventually loses the game. Not not a good way to to go about it. I believe he's seven and nine so far as the Texas head coach. I know I know Texas fans don't want to hear it, but me being objective, I Texas still has a good shot at winning the Big Twelve with if they get Quinn back in the next two weeks, which I think they will. He'll be back for OU, right? In theory, yes. I I. If I had to bet, I would say he's back by West Virginia this week. A lot of people thought he might play in Lubbock. Yeah, I, I was I was hopeful. I think when I made my big boy stack pick, I think I was hopeful that he was going to start. Obviously, it didn't happen. Um, I'm not. I'm, you know, I don't want to make any excuses saying like Texas lost because Quinn Ewers was out of the game. But when Quinn Ewers got hurt against Alabama, it it dramatically changed the offensive approach. Like, it dramatically. Um, and in this game. Xavier Worthy gets hurt. He gets hurt like the second play of the game, kind of battles through it, and he plays the entire first half, even scores a long touchdown. But then he sits the second half, and then Tech just I didn't realize he was out. I guess I saw when he like limped off the the field, but I didn't realize he was out-out. So Tech just – they didn't respect the uh, -the over-the-top game at all by Hudson Card and the receivers that that were left for Texas. Stacked the box. I mean, it really difficult to run the ball. The offense com- just started off hot. Um, again, the in-game adjustments there there were there were none. I think Sark just kind of went, went into a shell a little bit. But look, I'm not trying to take anything away from Texas Tech. They played a hell of a game. Their quarterback Donovan who, Smith, Donovan Smith, who, backup by all accounts is like very not by all accounts. I mean, he's throwing a lot of interceptions. Very turnover prone. Protected the ball. It's a big time. The dude throws. played a smart, a smart game. Yeah, he he made a lot of clutch throws. They they went for it on fourth down eight times in this game and converted six of them. That's pretty good. They converted. A, I got uh, a, uh, I got a text from a friend who's a diehard Texas fan, and he's like, "What the fuck is Texas Tech doing? This isn't NCAA. Like they need to start punting the yeah. ball." Like he was just upset <laughs> that they kept like early in the game yeah. they continued to go for it, but on fourth, yeah. and I'm like. Their their first possession in the third quarter, they go for it fourth and five from their own 40. Didn't get it, Mm -hmm. by the way. And then Texas, in turn, they get obviously great field position. They get to fourth and like two, tried to go for it and didn't get it. It was was a weird, messy game, but Texas Tech absolutely deserved to win. Donovan Smith, hats off to that dude. He played his ass off. Uh, yeah, an ugly game. I don't know where Texas goes from here. They need Quinn Ewers back. They like badly. No disrespect to Card, who played 
as well as he can possibly He's also kind of hurt, too. He is hurt. <sighs> what does but, Tech do when uh, Tyler Show comes back? He's the QB1 who was hurt, like, first or second show, game of the whatever. year. I don't know. Is um, show? What is it? Whatever. Mm uh I, I don't know i'm i'm just was thinking out loud. i'm pretty sure he's like a junior because he transferred in from oregon he's a little older uh so i don't know what next year looks like because he's out for the season i believe and the current quarterback started some games last year so he is a backup but you know much like hudson card it's not a backup with zero experience i believe so uh shouts to joey mcguire that's a big nuts win at home yeah. i think we obviously had a lot to oh, go ahead, David. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I know we get a lot to talk about in the post game activities here, but in general, you think of any situation like this where you're not necessarily a big dog at home, but when you go down 14, nothing at home to an opponent where you are kind of confident, they might run away with this. IE SMU TCU, for example, <clears throat> we went down big, fall back, blah, blah, blah. Tech fans, I don't think there was any ever flow in like their support and like, Hey, we're here. We're still going to be the loud, like, you know, assholes that we are, uh, throughout the entire game. And I don't know if that helps, but I think it's pretty, you know, it's, it's good to see that like they didn't give up any kind of confidence in their team in that manner, whatever that means. Um, so, uh, who's going to just come out and say it and say that Joey McGuire's, for open borders and soft on crime. Wow. It's just okay with fans rushing the field, even if at the cost of, uh, you know, the players of, for the other team. Yeah, this is Tech's third home win, and two of those they've rushed the field after the game. Well, the first one was against Powerhouse U of H. You almost <laughs> lost to Rice. Right. Which uh, would, right. I was wanting that so bad. I would Klein would have just melted down. It would have been so great yeah. in a good way. So there's video evidence of – at least two Texas players getting shoved by Texas Tech fans. And that's just on video. Who knows how many actually Dangerously happened. shoved, too. Hey, you know what? Fo you know what? It's football. They should have won the game if they didn't want to get shoved by opposing fans rushing the field. Or fans would just should just like maybe not rush onto the field and start shoving players. You know what? I, I think we've, we've talked about this in the last couple of years, but it's extreme old man tape. It's like, man, one of these days something bad's going to happen. Like, LeGarrette Blunt on a fan, and, like, the fan's head mm -hmm. explodes. Texas, um, Texas Tech actually released a statement trying to track down the perp. That's the good. Yeah, it did, and it's not indicative of the fan base. We know. It's – it's. Is it? God, KJ, know. you know better than we do. You, you, that I, dude's I fucking feel like trash. You can't run away from it. If you're, if you're Texas Tech, like, you buy into this whole concept of we can throw tortillas on the field. We've got the legends of our fans ripping down field goal posts and running it into the opposing fan base's bleachers. Like, we tear up bleachers and pass them down. Like, they're proud of how rowdy it is there. Like, this is like all of the sudden the Raiders, when they're in Oakland, like, being shocked that one of their fans will beat another fan to death. Like, you can't have it both ways. I hate that that, that shithead, whoever he is, pushed that player down and just probably just disappeared into the crowd, and he, no, we're never going to hear from this guy. I mean, we're, who knows if they actually found out who the hell it is. Yeah, um, it, it just makes me nervous every time, even if it's not a contentious game or a rivalry or whatever. You know, It's just like, man, you, you get a kid who maybe got a little hurt or maybe this is his last game or he just had an awful game. And he gets bumped into or just looks and sees a, a fan throwing the horns down or something he doesn't like. And then 
Next thing you know, you could have an absolute brawl. He could, yeah. And I don't know how it hasn't really happened yet. He could have easily gotten fucked up by a, a you know, yeah. a group of Texas football players. But whatever. I mean, yeah, it's a, a shove in the back that like that. It's like people it's will say, "Hey, this shit. is a big football player; he can handle ease and pads." But you get shoved in the back unexpectedly. I don't care by how small of a person. Oh yeah, with whatever whiplash reaction that happens, like. You know, I'm not going to make it extreme, but it's a dangerous situation. Like, so, yeah, I mean, good news is last time Texas traveled to Lubbock for a very long time, most likely. So, uh, mm. yeah, I'm sure they're not well, too upset about that. Looking ahead, and uh, they have Baylor at home and Oklahoma at home, as well as West Virginia. Somebody's and the, KU. They're going to win one of those, and they will rush the field. <laughs> they're just going to keep rushing the you field. Got, I mean, they have at this point, like, what if like Baylor rolls in there, and they're like number nine, or, or yeah. any, anything in the teens? Like, there's a fine for that, isn't there's there? There's a precedent. There's isn't there a fine that the university There used to, to be, like, conference fines, but who knows what happens to those now? Like, conferences have so much money from people leaving the conference. Like, I don't think they give a shit but about like paying as, those off anymore. Like, but. as Tech was lining up for that last game-winning field goal in overtime, you could see the students were already sitting, like, like over the side, like just ready to hop down. And I'm pretty sure security was doing nothing to try yeah. to prevent it from it's happening. Like they were doing it before uh, uh, when Texas was lining up for their field goal to drive it to overtime. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's what you're just saying. But, like, on the winning one and the one that yeah. led to overtime, yeah. they were sitting on the ledge in – I've been present when that situation happens. Like the usually the security guards uh, will try. actively be like yeah. telling you, like, "Hey, you know, you know, they're not going to stop you, but they'll yeah. at least be like, get off the ledge, yeah, get off the ledge, like at least trying to establish twenty thousand students, however many it is. You can't like stop everyone, obviously, but attempts can be made to all right, everybody, chill out." Get back in your seat situation. I don't know. It, it just sucked. The whole, the whole thing sucked. I hated it. It's like me at Reunion Arena for the Corn Family Values Tour. And I thought to rush the stage with the boys. Was something that I've definitely done. Very similar. Um, Want to clarify, quarterback uh, Tyler Show, he is expected back in a few weeks. Oh. Yeah. And I thought he had like a clavicle out for the year. So yeah, you're, you're right. I don't think it was as bad as they thought. Um, but I will say tech has Kansas state and Okie state. They're next two. So I don't know if Donovan Smith, if Donovan Smith gets one of those, it's going to be hard to uh, argue that he shouldn't be the starter, but he looked sharp. He really did. It, I mean, they didn't throw the ball. I think the only time they threw the ball like farther than like 15 yards was when a, uh, Texas defender jumped off sides and you just kind of threw it up. It actually happened twice. Um, but yeah, he throws everything kind of close to the line of scrimmage, but he was very accurate and he made some clutch, clutch plays at the end of the game there. So heads off to that dude. The game sucked. Sucked. Hey, we got, Quinn's coming back. That's like the only thing I keep coming back to. It's like keeping me like still in on the season is that I want to see yours play. And that's, that's I'm, I'm glad it. you're saying that. I was going to ask, like, I know in the past there's been a point where you're like, all right, I'm over this. I'm all in on yeah. Cowboys season. I mean, last like, season after the the very crushing OU loss, I was like, okay, now wait, what is there to look forward to the rest of the year? And sure enough, that was like the beginning of, it, I think, a five-game losing streak or whatever it was. And it was just <laughs> it was just a brutal, brutal if, season. Well, that's good to hear because if you're, if you're a Texas fan and, and you're out there saying – Seasons lost because I mean we got two two losses now and you know we're not going to make the playoff and like you're not ha like you're not thinking about it as oh we're going to get Quinn back and we only we were zero one in conference conference is still in play for us like that should be your goal 
Like, yeah, it, it's it's insane that anybody thinks like the season the season's done. Like it's it's you know a and loss. It's a bad loss. I think but, any level-headed Texas fan would never like playoff was never really in the picture for this season. This was never going to be one of those years. But it was like a Quinn's step. Healthy. It was like a step in getting there. You know, healthy Quinn, maybe. I, I've I've said at the beginning. Like I would be thrilled with eight wins this season. I still feel that's like the benchmark for good for Texas this year. Sure. Okay. Anything else on uh, college football before we move on to the NFL? Speaking of, I want to give a shout out to our good friends at DraftKings. The NFL action is in full swing here at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add on, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. How about that? Here's what you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WASHED, W-A-S-H-E-D, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code WASHED, only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum aid, age, and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Oh, so close to perfection. So close. On to the NFL. No Cowboy game to be upset about. They play tonight. Pretty stoked to have my Sunday wide open. No stress. No adrenaline dump. Just me hanging out, watching <laughs> the games casually. Man. Can I um, break some news for you real quick? Okay. Regarding the Cowboys game. Sorry, I was looking to see if I have anything uh, on the board that's Who's fitting. Out? Realizing I've got a gap in coverage. But uh, <sighs> no. as of announced 20 minutes ago, the lineup for the Manning cast will oh. include none other than Jimmy Johnson. Ooh. How about alive, but nearly one time, almost dead Tracy Morgan. Oh, and none other than my kryptonite himself. McAfee? Pat McAfee. Oh. Dude, I thought you were going to say Micah Parsons out. Cause I know he's been sick. We just keep shoving this dude down our throats, man. Look, I might I just, tune in. Look, I, I, I love Troy and Joe. I might need to see what Jimmy says. I need to see. I want to hear Jimmy going full Jimmy. But I also want to hear Troy go full Troy because both of those guys are not afraid to speak their mind on the Cowboys organization and Jerry in the front office. I'm going to need some kind of and, supplemental entertainment here as the game features Daniel Jones versus Cooper Rush on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Dude, you have, you have the best defensive player in football. That's true. The most like electric player over there. What? Whoa. Whoa. Aaron Donald. He's fine. What's he ever done? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many sacks Let's just, <laughs> I don't know. He's got a ring. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, is it okay? Goat talk? Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> is, he is cold. <clears throat> he is nasty. But not, look, I'm on my new shit. But yes, electric defensive player in the NFL, possibly, yes. How about your Jags? They're good, KJ. Oh. Um, KJ, they're good. How did they lose in the Commanders? Yeah, that that's that's confusing, especially because they beat the brakes off of the Colts, and the Colts are competitive. Um, 
Colts the Chargers Chiefs. were without their their uh, starting tackle uh, Slater. They were without uh, Joey Bosa for a period of time, and Justin Herbert's not a hundred percent. The biggest thing that I take from this is that they're capable of executing on third down, and they remember that they have a running game. So you know, I will be taking all of the confidence built yesterday straight to my uh, DraftKings sportsbook futures odds, where the the Jaguars are plus 6,000 to win the Super Bowl uh, and seeing if I can't walk away with the cool six G's this year. You definitely need to do that. Can you yeah, all, keep can an you, eye out on my IG story? I was uh, trying to stitch together the pictures, but uh, I didn't get it done in time. <laughs> can you tell me what, uh, what purpose it served having uh, Herbert out there down like 24 or 21 with like four minutes in the game? Dude's already got bad, fucked up ribs. They're down that that OT. I, I, I guess he was a tackle. That lineman, he's out mm-hmm. for the season. Like, Ooh, Slater is. Damn, yeah, that's a. I think that's him. Wow. Like, um, that's three teams without their like star tackle now. Tyron, uh, Taylor, Lewan, and uh, Rashawn Slater. That's yeah. that's huge. I guess I guess the guy who said week one that he thinks the Chargers are going to st- take a step back was correct. It was, it was me. <laughs> I'm him. Stop. I'm him. Stop. I'm that man. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, uh, I uh I don't know what you're doing if like once you lose that tackle and you're behind in the game, I don't think it's up to the coach or the player at that point. Like you've got to have a GM or somebody being like, yeah, get Chase Daniel off of the stage at the NFL network <laughs> analyzing the game and over to the field to pick up a check. Uh, like you, you just can't do that. There's nothing to be gained in a, in a game like that. It's made no sense. We need to check um, in with noted charger fan, DJ bean, see where his head's at. Cause Oh boy, better look out buster. God. He's a loose cannon. Well, you predicted that accurately. I'd like to now, uh, turn the table over to Dylan Shiver, who once predicted that Jalen Hurts would not be working anywhere near an auto zone or an NFL offense. Dylan's not the only one. There's some other big, big sports no, personalities no. who have been wrong. About I, I believe I said he would make a fine career backup quarterback in the NFL. Uh, the dude is playing his Fair. ass off, man. That offense looks good. The Eagles look really good. Dude. Got to be favorite to win that division now, Davey. Uh, yeah, they look good, yeah. man. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I'm surprised. All right. They are, are we doing Divigi? I said Divigi, yeah. Divigi. I like that. Goes to Italy once. <laughs> yeah, they're nasty, dude. And, I mean, this is what people said. They're like, well, they had a really good offseason. They went out and got a, you know, wide receiver. AJ Brown. And um, look at him now. Cowboys got rid of their uh, wide receiver for a fifth-round pick, and now he's balling in Cleveland. He's absolutely yeah, – He's only had four 100-yard games. <laughs> God, what a fucking nightmare. This, this team, a fifth Dave. round pick. This team, Dave. And then we oh God. It's, it's incredible I'm what just, happens when I'm you go pitching. get, you know, a dominant player like AJ Brown, combine him with the only wide receiver to win the Heisman in I don't know, decades. Maybe not decades, what whatever. A nasty catch and, uh, by the way. Yeah. And and hit play. Like Hurts, man. I don't know when the Eagles play the Cowboys, but uh I think next week. Next week, week after, yeah. So you're not gonna have Dak back for that, and that's gonna be uh, a built-in like we'll see if all again. There might be a quarterback controversy of brewing, KJ. <laughs> if you talk to the owner wanna, and GM, 
You got the boys Do you want to tonight. explain that to the idiots who probably only see Stephen A. Smith like in some other market and like believe this is how Dallas actually thinks? Yeah, I guess. That, look, the Dallas media, and I'm I'm assuming this was a Dallas beat guy. They know how to get Jerry. They they know how to make him say something that is going to make his head coach cringe and a starting quarterback cringe. And just like the fan base, like they know how to get him to say something that's going to be a uh, talking point one a on cold pizza or, you know, last take, whatever it is. And they went to him and they're like, well, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how it was worded. It was like, if Cooper rush keeps winning and Dak, you know, is healthy. Like, is there like any chance of a, of a controversy there? Of course he can't just be like Dak, Dak Prescott's our, our franchise quarterback. We really hope Cooper plays, you know, well, you know, he's, he's two and oh, as a starter, we think he's, that's why he's been around for so long. We, we know he was capable of this. You give the answer like that, a political answer. And he just goes, wouldn't, what does he say? I don't know. Wouldn't it be something if there was a cornerback controversy? I said, I'd welcome it. that. Of course I'd welcome that. That'd be something that means we're winning. I would have win games. And, and like it, he had logic to it, but Jerry can't help himself. Uh, and as a positive, the Cowboys play the commanders next week. It followed by. Aaron Donald and then the Eagles. Oh, so God. you have, you know, I, th- I think he'll be back for the Eagles game because I think the Rams is what they were targeting. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't see if he can stay healthy. Eagles are really good, is what we're trying to tell you. Jalen yeah. Hurts is balling. And, uh, oof. Although some are saying they're peaking a little early. Me being that person, I'm the person saying that the Eagles have peaked too early. You got to peak at the end of the season going into the playoffs. Very Momentum, true. KJ, you get it. How about that butt punt? Right in the gooch. Uh, KJ, did you ever play special teams much in your days? Uh, in fact, that's the majority of what my college career looked like. Okay. <laughs> All okay. four special teams. Okay. Um, and an added note here, uh, I played personal protector for the punter in discussion here. Thomas Morstead. Really? The punter for the for the Dolphins is okay. an SMU Mustang. When playing that position, um, personal protector, and when you have mm-hmm. a shorter than normal range in which to punt, are you supposed to step aside? You don't do shit, but step forward. I guess step lateral is an option, but you absolutely do not step back or anything because you have to expect contact's going to push you back. You got to get the right. hell out of the way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they had eleven. They had eleven yards to work with. <laughs> you so practice I'm just, I'm just that one, just I, as much as you practice like like that is the okay. end of the week that was my next question is if you even practice that shortened punt zone from when you're you every know, single every single special teams practice includes that okay like you practice like two different things one that texas executed very well we talked about this earlier with hudson card fantastic effort of like going up to line with seven seconds and cutting it down like yeah. four yards without using timeout Best execution ever. And then you run the team on, the kick team on, because you only have the play clock to work with. Play clock to work with. Uh-huh. Um, and then you practice this. Like, almost more than onside kicks. You practice those two plays. And for this to go poorly at the NFL level, like, you see plays where snappers fuck up or holders fuck up, and you're like, okay, that player might, that guy might not be in the league anymore. Like this up back, who's probably like a backup linebacker or safety or something. I hope, I hope it's somebody that's very vital to that, that team because uh, Thomas has been in the league for 15, 16, 17 years. 
I'm not putting it on him. Plus, they won the game. I mean, if they lose the, if they lose the game after that, because that that put Buffalo in a prime position to come down the field, and they all they need is a field goal at that point. Can I uh, say I, something about that game too? When I was picking these games, I had the thought. I was like, man, you got a team from Buffalo going down to Miami. <laughs> it's going to be hot, humid. And I was like, dude, this is exactly how people overthink it, and this is how you lose money or lose dip picks. So, of course, I picked the Bills because the Bills look like a juggernaut. And what happened? They go down there, and like they had Hot dudes falling left and right. <laughs> yeah, They couldn't handle it. Dolphins 3-0. I now, was man. worried about the rain. It was the humidity was the problem. 3-0. Mm. That and the, uh, the punts going up, guys, backsides on the other end of the field. I used Yo, to play when that go was – well, that's going on out there. The hell. Um, other headline out of this butt. game. In- immediately explode. Sorry. <laughs> what? I, Sorry. Say butt. that more time. What was Dylan's question? I said, imagine taking a football up the butt like that. And Dave said, yeah, you just immediately explode. You could see how that might happen. Uh, a rapture. I'll Google, I'll Google it. A rupture? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hey. All right. Anyhow, um... The other headline out of that game is that Tua apparently went down with a head injury or a big hit early in the game and came right back like the next series. NFLPA has got questions about you know him reentering the game so quickly. I'm sure not much will come of it. Uh, but yeah, Mike McDaniel, 4-0. First head coach job. Uh, people were worrying then to be like a half-in, half-out year for him. Um He's, he's all the way there. Four no. Much props. Much Shouts props. to the draft picks that the Niners will get because they'll need them because they're bad. Uh, Lions should be two and one. Dan Campbell took that L. Should have gone for it. Didn't need to. Uh, didn't need to do that. Uh, fifty-four yarder. That's fine. He admitted it. Um, only other notable story. Oh yeah, Brady Rogers. Kind of. Eh. Brady. I mean, legitimately did not have wide receivers. Um, two fumbles in that game. It was a really ugly game. The Packers didn't look spectacular. Um, I don't know what the Jumbotron story is, but Rogers said that he saw something on the Jumbotron that tipped them off. Who knows? He could have just been like, he's a, he's a fucking wild card. He might've just been saying shit, but I don't know. Did you, did you hear anything else on that story? No, I, I didn't catch anything post game on this and, and haven't followed up yet, but I, I do know that, like you said, going into this, we knew Mike Evans was suspended. Godwin was going to be out. Um, they signed Cole Beasley. I don't know if he did anything in the game, but I forgot that Allen. Yeah, I forgot that Allen Lazard was back for the Packers. This that would have made it a no brainer because uh, Sammy Watkins was discussed to be out, but Lazard was back, and then their their rookies finally showed up. So uh, the Packers might be clicking if they've got uh, Lazard back, which. Who would have thought that was a thing? Okay. Anything else before we move on? Uh, y'all so. want to do a free pick for tonight? Doesn't count towards dip picks, but what's the line? I don't even know what the line is. I have no idea. I'll ask the DraftKings Sportsbook people. But how are you feeling about the game overall? I'll get it for you. Um, I'm looking it up right now. I don't. Feel- Giants favored by one. Ooh. I don't. I don't. Know. In New York, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna run Saquon right at Micah Parsons to kind of neutralize him, and I think they're gonna have success. I would definitely hammer that under. I feel like thirty-eight this, and a half. 
Yeah, this is like a 17-10 tops game. <laughs> uh, give For me comparison's the... sake, Thursday night, Dolphins-Bengals is 47 and a half. Oh and, and the Bengals haven't given up a touchdown in seven quarters. Uh, I'm calling Big Ezekiel Elliott night. Okay. You ready? For, yeah, how about that? Uh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't know those are like ever in play again. You're going to get one every few games. Okay. Give me the boys. I don't feel good about it, but I never I never do because I'm not good at this. I've won two games the first three weeks each week, so six games. I'm in last. I'm coming for Give that me a Turpin though. fumble. Oh, I'm – fuck. I'm so mad I was talking then. So mad. <laughs> what? Give me a Turpin fumble. Give me a Kenny Galladay fight on the sideline, and he will no longer be with the Giants after this week because he is not happy to be benched. Give me the boys. Give me the boys tonight. Don't know why. Okay. Don't know why. Did we not pick this game? No. No, oh, we nice. don't pick Monday night games. Ooh, thank God. Eesh. I've had enough of that action. I'm on the boys tonight, Davey. Okay. We Write it down. We it. How it many down. ways can you say it? Write it down, bitch. He's going. Okay, Dylan is famously on the Cowboys. Oh, oh man. You know what I'm on right now? Athletic greens. Every morning. I start my morning, empty stomach. I go out there, I tear open a little pack of AG1, pour it, mix it with a little water, shake it up real good, and boom, right there to the dome. hope you don't think you're the only one doing that. No, I don't. Okay. I know you're also getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, as is KJ. We're starting our day right. Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery. Your focus. What more can I say, KJ? How you sleeping? What these more days? can I say? A lot better. Uh, I actually had family in town. Sister in law was in town. Uh, we usually give people the option: Hey, if you want to stay uh, in the basement or the main floor, it's up to you. You know, your boy can be a little bit of a snorlock sometimes. No, but of late, not even a not a problem. Not saying any problems are solved, but your boy is getting much more rest. Lower spikes in my glucose throughout the day. Shouts to AG1 for starting me off right each day. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. And that's a fact because I've been on on products that, you know, fancy themselves a competitor. Like back in the day, you know, you get some stuff like, oh, I need to get my greens. It tastes like grass clippings. Not AG1. AG1 is it's legitimately good. Sneaky taste, really. You could throw it in with your smoothie, but I do it. Like, I think we all do it. Empty stomach Just with water. water in the morning, and it's perfect. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash bang. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash bang to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, mind if we party, lads? Ooh. It's a sports party. Let's go. Did Aaron Judge interrupt any of y'all's football games? So I was watching the Texas Tech Texas game on the ESPN app. Because there was a, an overtime game that interfered with it. So I had to switch over to start the game. And they did switch over, but they they, they kept the, the Texas game running. Picture in picture. Yeah, they, they did split screen. But the audio was uh, on the Yankees. 
so it didn't affect too much. Uh, I liked it when they, they switched over to it and like he like struck out and everybody's like, oh, we just switched over to see a fucking strike out. I'm like, it's baseball. <laughs> it's going to happen more often than not. Yeah. It, it's weird because I remember watching the uh, Barry Bonds and you know the McGuire Sosa runs and not even big baseball guy myself at that age. Clearly I am now. Um, I kind of enjoyed those cut ins. Like it made it seem like a big event. Now them cutting in when he's like going after the AL record is a little bit weak to me. Like if he was sitting at 70 and he's like on his way to 71, 72, 73, which I know there's a reason like he's not going to hit those numbers. I I'd feel better about it, but I don't like them being like, Hey, he is looking to break I'm not going to insert the name because I don't fully remember Roger Maris's record. Question mark. Maris hit 61. Yeah. So that's what they're like Trump, like pumping up right now. I'm like, I don't care about that. Let me know when he, he uh, goes after Big Daddy Bond's record, which he's not going to get. 10 games left. Not getting there. He's still on uh, 60, correct? Correct. Okay. 61. He did hit his 61st? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Headline, Sports Illustrated, the Yankees are desperate for Aaron Judge to hit number 62. Oh, oh, oh. I think they're saying that, so that's when he breaks it, but. Oh, okay. Sorry. As you as you might know at home, I have not watched much baseball. <laughs> yet. Tough times in Arlington for the Little Rangers. That would be the non-steroid yeah. record. Okay. Well, I recognize the steroid record. I know I know that you're very pro-steroid. I'm very, pro bonds. Very pro <laughs> I like bonds. Anybody can go up there with a dangly earring with a head that's seven <laughs> sizes larger than it was when he came into the bigs. He has I swag. fuck with him heavy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's stuck Chris, on 60 Chris Pine ass re- head. <laughs> I regret the air. Uh, what else? Uh, KJ, I guess this is your segment as the the only dimple head. Nine times in a row, USA. USA. Let me hear you. All the fans around mm. the world are in awe of everything that is the U.S. of America Golf Ers Association players. Like such as? Like such as Max Homa. Let's go. And hey, fuck yeah. Great, great Kevin Kisner. Cup. Didn't see much Kevin Kisner, but he had some good talking points. He likes to party. He's the oldest guy on the team. Jordan Spieth. Absolutely. Give me your, hey, is Tom Kim him? Tom Kim is apparently him. Uh, Yeah. Now, can we put the golf season to rest? Like every time I think we're like entering that weird phase of we hear about golf in the background, like the Genesis Cup is probably coming up or something. Uh, But then the next event, all of a sudden, like, oh, see you in April or whatever. Like, are we there yet? My friend, we've got the Sanderson Farms Championship. (sighs) Damn. Let it go. It's going to be busted. Tell me when we can bring back the Masters um, as a society and as an event. But, yeah, that's all I got on golf. Jay Crowder wants out of Phoenix, speaking of owners and Masters and whatnot. Hmm. Not because of Robert Sarver, but because of his shitty-ass contract. (laughs) Um, I was actually wondering if if it was because of Sarver. There's a tie-in there that makes it all work. Yeah. Yeah, he's... It's not just because of him. He just, I mean... I I don't know where he's going to end up. Memphis, what was it? Uh, John Morant tweeted like eyes emoji type thing. 
Ooh, I, I don't know. I All I know is that Memphis. Oh god. Yeah, Phoenix fans are pissed. We're not pissed, but like they aren't upset to see him go. Jay Crowder was notably starting, not producing as well as Cam Johnson, who's a third-year player. Uh, he's, he's doing quite well and sub for a contract. So, you know, they've got an excess of talent there in Phoenix. So They were ass uh, against the Mavs, and Jay Crowder was ass against the Mavs. So shout out to mm-hmm, Luka mm-hmm. for absolutely destroying that team. Damn. It'd be nice if Jay Crowder was on the Mavs, though. But, you know, whatever. Not like we drafted him or something. We did. And then sent him to, was that uh, Rondo? Atlanta, Boston. Yeah, Rondo trade. Terrible Rondo. trade. Rondo. Ish. Um, last basketball note. Jimmy Butler showed up to his first media day with some hair. First reaction, Dylan? Uh, this is his second like wild hairdo change in the past like few months, isn't it? I don't have much. I feel like we I, I, I missed like the, there I miss the first, one. if so. It sounds familiar. Uh he got so he got extensions, right? I don't know how else you grow it out that fast. Did he, get he he jokingly said like I don't know what you're talking about, and then he finally like copped up to. It. He's like, "Yeah, I've been trying some things out just to piss the internet off." Because he's got like he's doing bits. eight inch uh, oh. dreadlock, not even dreadlocks, like <laughs> ponytails. I don't even know what you call them. Don't insult him, you know. Uh, never mind. I was not going to say Rachel. Anyways, he's doing a, he's doing a bit. I respect the hair bit. You should. <laughs> you should do more hair bits. I'm gonna bleach mine. Hey, I'll bleach my hair if you bleach your ass. No, pussy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The the leather strap on the hat today, for some reason, I kept thinking like, I was like, man, does Dave have like blonde highlights sticking out the front of his hair? No, <laughs> my screen's a little blurry. I couldn't tell. Just the glistening um, of a bad hairline, probably. Rest in uh, peace, Pro Bowl. Oh no! Are we gonna, are we sad? No. no. Do we care? No. No one watches the Pro Bowl. We that should be the fantasy punishment is watching the. You have to like, <laughs> you have to go live and Provide do like notes. a live stream with you, you notes. Have to, you have live to keep the play by play, score. and you have to do an, a, a one off episode just on the Pro Bowl. Ugh. Oh, it was baseball. You'd have to score the Pro Bowl. <laughs> um, yeah, they moved it to. Um, Las Vegas this year, and I felt like that was going to generate more player interest. But they've also turned the reins for this event over to Omaha Productions, which, again, brings you the information that Pat McAfee will be on the Manning cast tonight. Um, I really liked the quarterback challenges in the past. They said they're also going to replace the tackle game with the flag football game. I am here to tell you there absolutely will be an injury in this game. I don't think we've had any Pro Bowl injuries. It's just been bad, bad television of recent. Guarantee we're going to get a torn muscle or something because players are going to be more likely to be running all out in flag football. Of course, we remember from uh, the Bachelorette when mm-hmm. Clay, don't remember his last name, former NFL guy, tight end, like was seriously injured in a flag football game, like a touch football game on the show. Like broke his wrist. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. He was wide real, open. You play real football. What are you doing? He just fell over. Co- <laughs> he Cousin get of somebody in the NFL, too. Football. He didn't get jacked up. <laughs> No, we didn't get hit. <laughs> Bring back Jack Shouts to all the freaks out there. Okay. <laughs> okay, I you see it. You run it back right quick? Get yeah. Here. yeah. It's time to run it back. I'm trying, oh. out, I'm trying out new voices for this, by the way. I think that's the one. The segment <laughs> that's in which we talk about what we already talked about. That voice is him. 
Uh, but actually, the first one, Dave is him. Tom Kim is not him. Tom Kim is electric. Don't Let's, know his. I've never heard his name until this show. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, new TMD hat dropping hella soon. It's a new twist on an old favorite. It actually Ooh. is. It actually is. Does it say Morehead State on it? Close. Mm. We promise not to eat ass on the live stream. That's right. <laughs> Kansas is our Big 12 fun team of the week. <laughs> we need to do that every week. Yeah. They really are, though. Dave is ground floor beef. Dude, I'm, I'm, I've been deep in the beef for okay. a minute. You don't have to make it weirder than it already is. Well, not tonight, sweetheart. Give me that hand. Choke it. On Monday Night Football, we got Daniel Jones versus Cooper Rush. By the way, the first NFL game I ever went to was Kitna versus Rex Grossman at uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. The first, mm. It was not entertaining. Kitna was a decent It backup. was not entertaining. I don't remember who won. I think it was, I think it was actually the uh, formerly named Redskins. Wasn't Kitna kidney, kidney, uh, formerly, didn't he coach at like Waxahachie or something for a while? I don't know. He did. And then uh, Burleson, home of uh, Kelly Clarkson. Oh. And finally, Dylan is on the boys tonight. And that concludes okay. right back. Dylan is on the boys tonight. Hey, fun so episode, yeah, funny, guys. Fun epi. Thanks for not uh, playing go, any go. voicemails from tech fans, Dave. You want me to just see what the last one sent was? Mm. <laughs> not really. Let me just see what the time. By the way, I muted Gark on Twitter. So if he came at me, I have no idea. No. Well, I don't, Col- think, he, I don't think he did. I think he was. Colorado he's, Gark. He was too busy on the field, like pushing players and stuff. Yeah. Just stomping his square-toed boots all over the turf down there. Yeah. It it was a great recoil by that fan base. Like, we didn't talk about that part earlier. Like, how embarrassing some of the fallout's been. All of them are like, oh, man, no, there's no room in our sport for this. Counter to their entire existence online of, like, jumping <laughs> at the opportunity to cut somebody out over their team. Yeah. Are you going to play a Boise for, like, for real? Wait, say that again? Are you going to play a Boise? Do you have one? No. No, I, I have not vetted these. Okay, good. I don't want I'm scared. Yo, Michael, I know. <laughs> that was a voicemail. Somebody was calling in. I hung up there, on it. There, there is a <laughs> inordinate amount from uh, September 24th, uh, early early to mid-afternoon. That's weird. I don't really know. If, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what might have been said. I'm sorry to my friends in Lubbock. I just don't trust you to play you live. We don't trust It's you. more work for Randy. If I have to we will out. find a place for that. Maybe we can uh, package those up and just make that into social posts. How about that? Look at that. It's yeah, our social yeah, director, yeah. Send KJ. them to me. I'll, I'll edit. I'll do the editing. I'll do the audio part if we can uh, come up with a way to do that. Cool. All, All right. right. Well, fun show. We Bye-bye. will be back Thursday night, 630 Central. Watch media or er, too much dip YouTube. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. He's not good at all.